Grade 7 Talks to Experts, a podcast where Grade 7 students talk to experts and try to find more about their specialty. I'm your host for this episode, Lauren Van Mayle, and I'm a student at College Park School in Lloydminster, Alberta. Before we get to our expert for this episode, I just wanted to share a little bit about who we are and what we'll, we will be doing in our podcasts. We are a class of 28 grade 7 students who are focusing on enhancing our speaking skills by creating podcasts. For our podcast students, we'll be contacting an expert they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their profession or job, or in what could traditionally be considered a hobby or interest. So without further delay, I am pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, Krista Holden, who is an expert on makeup artistry. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm really good. Thanks, Lauren. Let's start to get to know you. Please tell us about yourself. Oh, well, I'm obviously, I'm Krista Holden. I live in Lloydminster, Saskatchewan. I'm a mom, a wife, a sister. Um, during the day, I'm a wellness advisor actually at Lakeland College. And then my side hustle is makeup artistry. So, How many people were in your family growing up? I am the oldest of four. Um, so I have a younger sister and two younger brothers. So it was always very interesting in our house. So um, never a dull moment. And then there's a big age span. So. What do you do for fun? We love to be outside. I love to like get my hands in the dirt, so I was really excited for spring. I love to garden. Um, my zen time is in the kitchen, so I love to bake um, and cook for other people um, and experiment. It's my opportunity to get creative and try new things. Mm, sounds fun. Where did you live as a kid and what was it like? I grew up actually in Saskatoon. So Lloydminster is, I guess, not a new home. I've been in Lloydminster for 13 years, I guess. This is year 13, so this is home for me now, but I grew up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and um, you know, Saskatoon has really changed. It's really grown. I felt very small town when I lived there. I felt like you had, they got, you got to know your neighbors, you got to know your community, and you were very involved. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what it's like now, but I think that's what I love about Lloydminster, is it's big enough, but it's also small enough, yeah. so it feels good. Can be cozy. Yeah. Uh, what was school like for you when you were younger? I loved art class. I wasn't very good in art class, but I loved the ability to be creative um, and, you know, to create something from start to finish. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, interesting. Uh, 
Now we're gonna look at your area of expertise. Um, can you tell us a little bit about being a makeup artist? Sure. Um, being a makeup artist is something that um, you never have a typical day. It changes from day to day, from client to client. It just depends on what you're doing. Um, and makeup artistry, I think you can do every makeup artistry for um, like a photo shoot. So um, if somebody was wanting to like advertise products, you can do a makeup shoot for that or you can do makeup for that um, or makeup for family photos. I do lots of like bridal and grad is sort of my typical portfolio. But we also have um, people that are coming in for makeup maybe for a special occasion or they're going for like, um, you know, maybe a boudoir photo shoot or now you have um, lots of just different fun activities that people sometimes are just wanting a makeup artist for just to help sort of make things a little bit more polished. Yeah, very nice. What does a typical day look like for you? Hmm. Um, so I don't have a typical day. Um, it changes. It just depends. Sometimes I'm working on site. So I'm a mobile makeup artist. So for example, if, if you are getting married at a lake, I can travel, I can bring all my stuff with me. Um, or sometimes I work right in a salon. So I typically work through Unwind Salon here in Lloydminster with Kathy Wood. And, um, and sometimes I come to people's homes to do makeup artistry, so sometimes I'm teaching people how to put on makeup, sometimes it's for an occasion, so um, the other thing I sometimes will do is like makeup for a fashion show, which Ooh. is always fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a really bad client experience? Um, I've had challenging clients. Um, but I always take it as an opportunity for me to learn how to handle that situation and, and working as a makeup artist. So I always think of myself as sort of, like you said, like the expert. Um, but at the end of the day, my client is paying me. So my client might come in with this inspirational photo and they say, I, this is exactly what I want. And as the professional and as the expert, I'm going to explain to them, okay, well, your eye shape is a little bit different and your skin tone is different. And these are things we can incorporate. Um, and hopefully they go with that. Typically, sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes they'll lean a little bit more to like, no, that's the look I want. So then I just have to explain to them, it's not going to look exactly like that. So you have to be okay with that. Um, the nice thing about doing a makeup trial is so say it's for grad or for a wedding, then it gives me the opportunity to sort of like, we can try it that way and see how that works and see how it feels. And if it doesn't work for you, we can change it for next time. Um, so it's that delicate dance of sort of honoring what your client wants, but also using your expertise and making sure that at the very end, at least you explain to them that based on my experience, this is what would look best, but we can definitely do that. So it's an opportunity for learning and growth for myself as a makeup artist. Have there ever been times that you felt discouraged as a makeup artist and what made you want to keep going? Um, yeah, I would have to say like there are times that like sometimes I'll be challenged with a look and somebody will want something really specific and I'm not exactly sure if I've executed it. And so sometimes I have to do some of that like positive self-talk and, you know, or maybe sometimes it's going on to like YouTube or Instagram and finding somebody that has done a look that's like that, um, just to sort of like build that little bit of confidence so that I can practice it and then go out and execute it. And I always tell myself, sometimes I might not like it, but as long as my client is happy and they love it, then that then I've done what they, have wanted so 
that helps. What type of makeup look would you say is your favorite to do? I think I probably always gravitate to that soft and romantic look because um, I think anybody can pull off that soft and romantic look. But I also love to be creative and do more of that avant-garde. But obviously in Lloydminster, I don't always get that opportunity unless I like borrow people's faces or reach out to a photographer and say, hey, like I'd love to do a collab. Could we like practice and, and do something together? So fun. Do you have any techniques that you like to use on clients? Yeah. Um, now I'm going to look hmm. at the philosophy techniques of like focus. That I like to use on uh, could you tell us about I an think, experience where you, um, where you like were unsure but you chose to doing makeup and gave your um, best effort? So I always am explaining That's to my clients question. what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I'm always asking. Probably like, for me, sensitivities was that I want to make sure that I honor some of that. I also want to make sure professional like, what are the things that they love? What are the things that I got where I was doing maybe it's a color that they really, really hate. Right? It's always I thought when someone's well, like, I'm going to be challenged but then by at the end time. Like, I love a red, but also red lip, and I'm always like, oh, okay. And, and I really had to, I'm always like, have to try it myself. But I think for me, my like, technique would be sort of giving them uh, tips and just believe that and maybe the they're training, every day. I put in the time. Routines. I have the skills. So in the end, it was a beautiful day, and it was so much fun to be a part of someone's special day. But it is a little bit intimidating because this is like the big day, and these are pictures that they're going to look at for the rest of your life. So you're like, oh, I really hope these work, <laughs> right? Yeah. So a little bit of pressure, but positive stress, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your opinion, what makes someone an expert, or, and do you consider yourself an expert? Ooh, I would say, ooh, expert sounds so... Um, big uh, and a little bit intimidating but I think I think anybody could be an expert I think if you're passionate about something and enjoy something you can gain the cool thing with you guys is you have access to things that I would have never had or your teacher would have never had you guys can go into Instagram and YouTube and um, there's audiobooks there's podcasts there's so many different ways to learn and absorb things and depending on what your learning style is for me as a makeup artist I'm always constantly watching other makeup artists um, so I, I don't know if I consider myself an expert. I think maybe I'm an expert that's always learning like I love to always like grow my skills learn new things I love to be challenged so even though it scares me when somebody's like can you do this and I'm like whoa but then I'm like, yeah, we can try it. And if you love it, great. And if you don't, then we'll figure it out, right? So failure has to do with success. Also, when did you fail and how did it help you? Okay. I think failing forward is super important. I think that's when we learn some of our strengths and our weaknesses, where we can sort of make improvements. Um, I always say to myself, I might not be good at this yet. So I don't know if you've learned about a growth mindset, but growth mindset is so important. Um, I consider myself as somebody who's always learning and trying to learn from the things that I don't do well. And as I mentioned earlier, sports was something that was really important to me during sort of my younger years and early adulthood. And so, you know, sometimes you'd be playing like that big basketball game and you lose and you would feel gutted and devastated but at the same time you had to come back and sort of go okay so what could we have done failure, ha we failure has to do with success also maybe did you fail I was just having an off day right and so I think failing I think forward is going super back important and I being able to reflect when we is really our strengths and our weaknesses um, and recently where we I had an experience where I always say to myself I might not be good at this very specific so I don't know what I learned about a growth mindset and but growth mindset is so important um, I consider myself so we did the look at always learning and trying to um, learn 
learn from but the things mom that don't do well. Love it. As right. I mentioned so earlier, sports was figure out how to scale really it back. To during um, sort of my younger and then afterwards and early adulthood. And so you know, sometimes you'd be playing like that big basketball game because my mom doesn't really love makeup and devastated. But at the same time, which she absolutely was. So there's part of me that was a little bit disappointed and felt like I failed. But I was just having an off day, right? And for me, it was a really good learning experience because being able to reflect. I was trying to be so accommodating during that point, and recently I had an experience where I had a client that came in and she had a very specific look that she wanted. She didn't want to adjust it. And a lot, which totally cool. changed the integrity um, of things. So we did the um, look, so then I wasn't really pleased with how um, things were. But then, so um, for me, I learned, hey, maybe right? next and time so I need really to say, had to this figure out how to trial, scale it back. Um, like we can try and then afterwards, the client decided that. Um, hey, but I was trying to be I, really accommodating. So now I know that next artist, time I just have to. My mom doesn't really love makeup, and she thinks I'm beautiful because I am. Which she absolutely was. Um, so there's part of me that was a little bit disappointed and felt like I failed, but at the same time, it has to feel good for the client. Um, and for me, it was a really good learning experience because I was trying to be so accommodating during that appointment. Probably some of my most were done the look when mom showed up, and then we had to people in my life were a few things and soften a lot. I was fortunate to have some really amazing things that offered different things. So then I wasn't really running how things were. So for me, I learned, hey, maybe next time I need to say this was the makeup trial, this was the look. I had a writing coach that was another look really good at, um, um, but I was trying to be really accommodating. So now I know and that next time, I just and have now to be firm as somebody who works with mental health, I and, and understand the importance what of that. Can change for next that really helped me to grow Tell and flourish. And, you looked up to um, you even just like hmm. being able to have conversations with my mom, probably even some of my most really influential um, and sometimes people in my life would butt heads and disagree on things. I was fortunate to have some really amazing teachers that for different things. I had a writing coach that feel. was really I good think sometimes you think, oh, um, I can't disagree with somebody and hearing me and validating me. And now, really great opportunity as somebody who works with conversations health, I and understand the importance of that. And I think and that's that really that helps me to grow and like. flourish. And um, even just Did like being able to have conversations that with my mom, even though we had really different views. Um, well, that's an interesting like, question because I actually on things. I originally think really go to school to be a makeup artist. Like that I communication went and saying how we Saskatchewan. Because I think sometimes my bachelor of art degree was somebody who's going to be disappointed in um, me. And I've spent most of my great career working in human services. have conversation and learn someone else's perspective. And after the birth of our second son, I actually was struggling with some mental health concerns. I actually had chronic postpartum depression. And at the time, well, that's we made a decision for me because I actually did sort of that professional originally go to school to be a makeup artist. It was just too much, and I needed to focus on myself. And Saskatchewan, and we also had the luxury of being bachelor of arts, have me at psychology to raise, um, and I spent and most of my career mom. working in but human part services. Part way through that. And I something for after my the birth of our second and son, because I was struggling with um, my I mental health, I was also struggling with my self-concerns. I actually had my self-identity, and I, I needed to sort at of the time we focus made a on myself and so take a step back. From I actually sort of never loved making a world as a kid. I remember being sixteen, and my mom was saying, just too much. Have I needed clear to focus mascara and blue eyeliner and lip gloss. That was that was my makeup at the age of six to raise Ellie. And so I never, and because I was athletic, it just 
was not something that. I was interested in. I, I needed very something much for myself to grow my own up. cup. And, and because I was struggling so with my mental health in my 40s, struggling that I actually started to play with makeup. And uh, at the time, identity. I was selling I I makeup on the side. And people would be like, can you do my makeup? I'd be like, absolutely not. I don't even know how to do my own makeup. I remember being 16 and my mom saying, you can have clear mascara and eyeliner and lip gloss. That was the first course makeup at the age of 16. How to do makeup for myself. And so I and never, that was because I was like, athletic. It just was not my something I wanted to do. I was and very much filling my own cup growing up. And then I actually and started to figure out that I so loved until I was in my working 40s, with people. I, I actually started talking with makeup. To sit and one on at the one time, I was selling unique um, makeup on the side. I don't think that people would be like, makeup do my makeup? I'd be like, absolutely. My job is not. I don't even know how to do my own makeup. So when like I started going into makeup artistry, I went to Calgary helped to accentuate and it's already there. Got the so first I started to fall in love with that. But I loved the fact that I could have as somebody who is and that was part of like I could have building my own confidence and with sort of filling my own and like built them and up. And I actually so started to figure out that me, I that was something that was working with people. I was really intimidated that first day that I walked with somebody to that class. I don't because I was forty two years old and deciding to my job as a makeup artist different. Help you see and all of the other women that were in that class were, you, and I were from like sensuating to the twenties there, and I was feeling so like I started to fall in love with that, but this. I loved the fact that I'm proud of myself. As somebody who that I went back and I continued to have my one-on-one conversation, I'm a certified makeup artist, and like so I mainly do freelance. So for me, that was something that was cool, and I was really intimidated that first day that I walked into that class. Because I was um, 42 I sort of touched on that in the last question. I love the ability different. to sit down. And all of the other women one, that were in that class were um, everywhere. Sometimes like people just want to, to like be heard. And I was feeling like and validated. And so it's an this. opportunity to sort but of I'm like build that relationship. To say that I went back. Uh, even if it's somebody that I have never met before. So maybe the first time. I also love the ability to mainly able to like give little tips for them. So that they can feel confident when they're putting on their everyday What would be your least favorite yeah. Um, mm. What would be your? Least I guess favorite? probably something like really mm. glam, over the top. That I might have something to do with my age. Like I'm almost. I guess 50. probably something like and really I always glam, glam over the more. top. Um, that I want to accentuate my age. the features I'm that you 50. have. And um, but I do. I always find less is so more. I've always um, like I want to accentuate the features that you have. Right. Makeup. Um, I would love. But to I do learn love how to do challenge. proper so makeup. I've always like so, had this thing. I would love I think to do. I don't have a makeup. least favorite. I would love but to learn how to do proper stage makeup. So I think I don't have a what least would be the favorite. Makeup but look you've done. I guess if I, I had think sometimes it probably just some even doing like a whole really idol party sometimes depending on uh, what, what, would, what would be what the, the expectations are and what everybody is wanting because everybody has different features sometimes a bride will say I, I want everybody to look the even same. doing like a whole um, bridal so party being creative and being depending able to on what sort of the, take what their vision and are and what everybody is wanting challenge. everybody has but at the end it's really sometimes a bride will say everybody I want feels everybody beautiful to and looks in the same. mirror or looks at the pictures um, and, so and when you look at the mirror I being able to take sort of selfies because they're like her vision and execute it sometimes like it right hard and challenging but at the end it's really rewarding when everybody feels beautiful and looks in the mirror I would love and and when you look at the mirror I can see everybody's taking selfies because they're like I don't know if it's anything I would ever look I didn't think I would like it right but I love to support 
like makeup artist that uh, uh, so my um, I don't teacher that actually but that's really cool artist. I would love to Trina I would Lane love has to have her my own makeup brand. There's a few other um, Canadians, so I try I to support them if I can. Because um, I think it's um, but I'd love cool to support her like make that, especially when they're so my to like um, make it so that it's teacher that no, actually makeup makeup makes better for your skin. Calgary. Doesn't have Trina all Lane has her own line. There's a few other Canadians, so I try to support them if I can. Because I think it's super cool that they're able to do that, and especially when they're sort of starting to like make it so that it's you know makeup that's better for your skin. It doesn't have all of the toxins and stuff in it so yeah what's it like doing other people's makeup <clears throat> now that I've been doing it for quite some time I actually really love it it does I still get butterflies even seven eight years later but I love being able to like play around and 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 let help them see themselves the way that I see them and the way that everybody else that loves them sees them and it's just like this really cool opportunity to connect with somebody yeah nice is it easier to do your own makeup or other people's Ooh. I would probably say it's always right. easier because everybody has makeup because I know what I like some I women know have my really face big eyes really, really some well. ladies put it uh, but I love getting being to, able to play to understand with other the skin and how um, color skin is and, and, and how see what works for them and play around and it's a great opportunity for me as a makeup artist not for, uh, to learn you know, sort of what works for everybody right because cool. everybody has different eye um, shapes some women have really big eyes some ladies have hooded you know so it's getting Probably to like the to understand the palettes skin. I love to use neutral um, palettes but I love to add like color plays and how different techniques work I don't tend to be somebody who follows like big trends I like to know how to do them because depending on my clients that um, I'm working with, probably your I might need to, use, to pull um, on some of those trendier, probably like the neutral but I love, I love sort of like a softer palette because I feel like it's something that everybody somewhere. can pull off. Um, um, and then you I don't that tend to be somebody who follows like so maybe it's a trends. I like to maybe know how to like do a little bit of color for their eye depending on my clients that I'm working with. Well, I that's might our need last question for my pull on some of those trendier techniques, but I love to I use sort of like a softer palette so cool because I feel like learning how to podcast and edit and ask questions. Um, and then you add just that build your communication skills. So maybe it's a bold lip, so well maybe done, it's just like a little bit of color well, for their so eyeliner. Something fun. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Well, that's our last question my classmates. It was really interesting talking to you today. Thank you to my classmates for the questions. Thank you guys, and I think this is so cool. Have a great day, and don't forget to stay tuned for the and ask questions, build your communication skills. I think this is fantastic. So well done, guys. Thank you. Uh, um, well, thank you so well, thank you so much for coming, Krista. I hope you had an awesome rest. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And we learned a lot about makeup artistry. It was really interesting talking to you today. Um, today, thank you to my classmates for the questions, and thank you, listeners. Have a great day, and don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode.